Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm the executive producer here, John Bates, uh, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I'd like to thank our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty, without whom we wouldn't be able to do much, uh, especially not all the content that we put forward now. I also want to thank all the people that have joined on with us since the, I would say, successful uh, experiment that was Midsummer Night's Dream. If you're interested in that, go check out our YouTube channel, where youtube.com slash Sinstaku, where we performed the world's first, as far as we're aware, live stream production of a community theater uh, performance of a Midsummer Night's Dream. That sounds like a lot of qualifiers. It's more just because that's the way I talk. Please go enjoy them, give us feedback, let us know if you'd like to see more of that in the future. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. You can also follow us on Twitter at Final Show Films or follow me personally at John A. Bates for all future updates and live notifications for our live stream. In the meantime, sit back, relax, enjoy. Alright, and we are live. Hello, everyone. Greetings, oh, greetings. Oh, did they do the video? Did yeah, I already right? went to the video. Sweet, alright. I the video we were talking about. The are, the cameras, are the cameras aligned, actually? It's a good question. Uh, we, we look good. I'm thinking that uh, the other side of the table might be slightly crooked based on looking at the camera's crookedness. Yeah, but they're always okay, slightly crooked because on. this thing is Accounting. barely hanging on because you only used one screw, Austin. Look, I'm on budget. Restraint. <laughs> One screw. Forget my box of screws over there. <laughs> we have exactly three screws to put these two things on, and that's the one we devoted two to. I was about to say, there's, there are absolutely no screws just sitting over there on the floor as stepping on hazards. Well, Austin, right now. we knew that that side didn't matter as much because we weren't on that side. I mean, hey, it's not a problem. They're the ones that are crooked right now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you guys have to do that for the entire time. Uh, it's, uh, it's mostly yeah, we can, or, or you yeah, can fix yeah, the yeah, we can just stand by. Bonus no. points. Bonus points. Also, we don't have we don't have extra people on the far side of the corner, so we can actually no, adjust, we can adjust a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you walk in front of this curtain, it, it, it has trouble green screening. Yeah. I feel like my right leg is. I murder the green asleep. screen. <laughs> That time it didn't do it. It's not, it did a little bit. It's not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So hi. Just... By the way, we're a yeah, so... we're, we're a professional podcast group doing. Uh, I haven't on... been able to get back to sleep since I got back from Gen Con. We're That's work... my excuse. We're working out of a real recording okay, studio in my basement. Yeah. I mean, a real recording studio. So hi. R e e l recording studio. <laughs> so. Hi everyone, I'm William and I am Dungeon Master for this Warcraft RPG campaign. Welcome to Storm, Earth, and Fire. I am William and I am the Dungeon Master for this Horde campaign. Joining me today we have John. I'm John and I'm playing Garrick. Uh, not that, not that one. Clouds. <laughs> I was the wrong. I was the wrong last Garrick, name. Yeah, not that one. Garrick <laughs> Cloud Speaker, <laughs> Orc Shaman Warrior, or Warrior Shaman. And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm, um... Yes, you are. It's been a while, guys. Um, I'm playing Shiana Flame Carver. She's a rogue. And Austin. Hi, I'm Austin, and I'm playing a troll. Jump and this troll is a 
troll hunter beastmaster troll troll Dragatol <laughs> wild walker like anyone will ever use that name but yeah no. lots of people use it at I do and Stan me okay at um, and around you <laughs> I'm playing Josh the goblin tanker and Zachary I'm Zach and I'm playing Leaf Ironmender, half human priest of the holy light tinker. And Rudy. Hey, I'm Rudy. I'm playing uh, Break Earth Whisper, uh, Torin Runemaster. And uh, sorry about the late start. We'll probably also end up going short just because some of us have deadlines. But, you know, but. Though, I will say for those of you listening, um, we have discovered a way to fix our audio. We're going to be working on that. It's a, it's a work in progress. But um, when has our audio not been a work in progress? When has our anything not been a work in progress? But anyway, the um, my work in progress. The, yes, the, yes. The, Richard is. <laughs> I was say you have a child. Uh, you have a child's a work in progress right now. Definitionally. Um, so Definitionally. the so. the shortness of this campaign, the shortness of this, of this episode should work just fine because this is going to be a bit of a wind down. Um, so. When last we left off, the group, having returned from Silithus with reinforcements, uh, met back up with Warlord Bloodhilt to prepare for <coughs> battle, to force the Alliance out of their foothold that they have on the Southern Barrens and retake this area completely for the Horde and uh, break through their fortress and take down the leader of the Alliance forces. Um, battle went relatively well. Jangatal had a had a near encounter with the uh, with the General Hawthorne of the Alliance forces after being hit by a siege cannon. It, it was an actual yes. encounter, not a near one. Yeah, yeah. His sword <laughs> did touch me repeatedly, as did the siege cannon repeatedly. <laughs> um, but the uh, but everyone managed to survive the battle, um, and we pick up. With the uh, horde forces having poured through the majority of the fortress, they've started taking anyone who was not a combatant. They started rounding them up, mostly for for interrogation, and then to be released back to the alliance after they have been interrogated and properly dealt with. Um, and so the the majority is there's a good number of horde forces that are celebrating both in Desolation Hold back across the chasm and here in Fort Triumph. Um, and as as you all sort of mill about the enemy fortress, keeping an eye out for anyone still straggling around, um, and as you take in your surroundings, um, uh, Leaf, as you as you look around, you oh, spot out of the corner of your eye, you see Vol'jin. Uh, the tall, sort of red-haired troll with his skull face paint approaching uh, you specifically. Ah, I see the champions of this assault have more survived. Good to see ya. I got something for you and your companions. Can he flick something towards you? You catch it? I catch it and take a look at it. You open your pan, you see a pair of rings. <coughs> Pick those off of the general. Uh, those might be a use to you. Can I tell what they are? So there's one that is a very simple gold band. Um, and as you hold it, it kind of hums lightly with some faint vibration. 
The other one is a, uh, a steel ring, uh, very, not a whole lot of ornation, but there's a single black uh, onyx gem in the inset. Uh, both of these have a faint sense of magic about them. It takes time to identify them, doesn't it? It takes time, yeah. But okay. You can, you can spend an evening oh. figuring them out. Did anyone get the sword off the general? It was just a great sword, though. Right, could I have gotten it? You could have gotten it. You have a great sword. Yep. Another thing I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as he looks around... No. This will be a night for the horde to gather its morale, but there'll always be more fights in the future. Of course. Are there any plans for where the divisions used here may go? What do you think of this war, young one? Well, not particularly fond of war in general. Honestly, I think the... If it were a better world, I would realize that the preemptive strike was unnecessary. Honestly, I do wish there was something else we could do, but... As it stands, it's an unfortunate necessity. (coughs) One that... I hope comes to an end. It is never a good thing to have to be the one to strike first. But when you know the enemy will strike if you don't, then you take that onto yourself to draw first blood. But it's good that you think that this shouldn't be the way. Neither do I. So I've heard. One day there might be peace. One day the Alliance and the Horde might lay down old grudges. But every too many old soldiers and too many new bloods that pick up the rage of their ancestors. Well then, that can be changed. One soul at a time. <clears throat> One at a time. We start with these, he says, indicating to the prisoners. By showing them that we do have no harm, we put doubt in their heart as to whether this conflict is worth it. When they see we value their lives, they understand that in their situation we hope they do the same. It certainly would be nice to throw off a few old stereotypes. It's a long work, boy, but... Worth it. Yes. I'm glad to see that there is a... That there is pacifism higher in the chain of command. Sometimes it's easy to lose hope. Well, always remember, peace be the noblest of aspiration. 
But to achieve it, you got to be willing to fight. Of course. And you lay down and surrender to your enemy. Those without tolerance will act first when you will not. And they will win, not you. I'll always be willing to fight for what matters. Good. The real question. Just not necessarily kill. Always remember what's worth fighting for. Of course. Well, I leave you to your revelry. I must commune with the Loa. He turns and disappears into the shadows. I continue going about, because after the battle I would have tried to immediately stabilize whatever soldiers were fallen either side. Those that aren't dead, yeah. Yeah. And so you, you've been spending an amount of time tending to the wounded. So not the guys on my side of the battlefield. <laughs> uh, no, I go to your side of the battlefield first. Jamie survivors. <laughs> <laughs> kind of mowed through them. <laughs> I mean, my first qualification is, does the individual have a head? Okay? <laughs> yeah. Good. That's better than most of them. Let's, let's, let's try that. <laughs> As I go over, no, 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 maybe. No. <laughs> Basically, I look for where blue has not been coated in red. There you go. The rest, the rest of you have sort of gathered up, too. <clears throat> Um, has somebody gotten up Shiana and the troll? Yeah, the two of you have been tended to. Some priests have come by, some shamans. Ancestral have, healing. Yeah, have made sure to take good care of you. You've been healed up. Cool. I mean, I just need one hit point, and I'll. Oh, and also the, um, the, the, the imminent explosion. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> Rewind for a minute. <laughs> <clears throat> What did you intend to do about that? I was going to jump out. I mean, that, that, that jump turn. way out. I was, well, I mean, I, I have evasion too, so I'm just going to jump out and see what happens. Because I, I don't necessarily know it's going to explode, but I, I do know that something's wrong. You, you know something's wrong horribly wrong out. with the chainsaw. Yeah. And I, it's goblin made, so you can assume it's going to explode. I, I didn't do anything that battle, by the way, in case anybody was counting. <laughs> I did not accomplish anything, except I get except taking one hit from somebody else. <laughs> and then making your thing explode. Yeah. So you bolt out you bolt out of the of the vehicle. You bolting out of the vehicle. Um, Where do you think you got the name? <laughs> and and you uh, sprint for a few feet before the the arm, the the buzzsaw yeah, blade on the blade. on the edge of the of the of the the steam armor clicks angrily, and the blade spins a bit and scrapes a spark against the the inside rip the inside of the of the guide, and there's a small spark and then a small explosion as bits of metal as the as the saw basically s- flies apart into shrapnel essentially yeah, right um, those of us that were nearby have to make like the rest of you probably cleared out at that point when you see the goblin bolting the rest of you <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's move away uh, and, by the look of it, the suit itself is still intact. It's damaged, but it's still there. But the saw is busted. Yeah, the saw is lost. Okay. So now you just need a different weapon. <laughs> Go back in, climb in, look at the thing, like the interior. There's like a perfect there's like a perfect goblin shape of shrapnel on the inside of the chair. <laughs> that would have been bad. <laughs> 
It's like, man, the shrapnel only went where the goblin seating is. Like, who designed this? Goblins. <laughs> it's like, if I'm going to die, it needs to be epic. Goblins, designed for their enemies. <laughs> you got the one that was so, intended for gnomish pilots. Their enemies are also themselves. Like you, you'll be able to salvage this. You can get it back yeah. online and you know, yeah. move it um, yeah. back in and start doing some repairs on it. But as the, as the remainder of you sort of gathered around a campfire where soldiers uh, have sort of taken a rest, they've you know, started taking helmets off and having food and drink around the, the campfire that's been set up inside Fort Triumph. Um, I'm actually going to be exploring the fort because I want to, I, I, I want to poke everything yeah. and see and, and but the, uh, the the three the three of you are uh, approached at, at, like while everyone's sitting in the crowd. One of the orcs, one of the soldiers, kind of uh, the three of yeah, us. The, the, the three of you. The two orcs oh. and the Tauren. The two orcs and the Tauren. Okay. Um, because you're the ones that are sitting together, presumably. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a uh, one of the orc soldiers steps up. Um, and so he sort of takes his helmet off for a minute and puts it in his arm. Well, uh, I see the, the heroes of the day have all made it through. It's good to see all of you. And I might say, you're, you've certainly done a lot more in, uh, in your time out of the Valley of Trials than I have. And as you look up, his face is a little familiar. Um, he looks about um, Garrick's age. Um, and it sort of clicked in a couple of your heads that this guy was like in the year or two ahead of you at the Valley of Trials, so you would have seen him on his way out as you were going in. Um, so you, you sort of get that faint recognition of, you know, this this guy's not much older than you. Do I know his name? Not really. No. Uh, Do I hate him? Everyone hates you. Okay. <laughs> you hate everyone, I yeah. should say. No, everyone hates her, too. <laughs> that, that, that's for mine, remember. And you don't actively hate everyone. Uh, Passively uh, hate everyone. But anything is just... It's, uh, it's good to see you all made it out. I'm Kareth. I was in the year before you in the Valley of Trials. I'll extend an arm for a forearm grab. Takes it. Well met, brother. So, you all pulled some fantastic work out there. Um, I have a question for you. What were you thinking of doing after your uh, military time was up? I honestly haven't thought that far ahead. No? That's, that's a question that's been going around to a lot of those of us who, well, it's almost up for. And after you graduate the Valley of Trials, you've got a year under the service of the Horde, and then you're free. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was just curious if you guys had any thoughts already. What you were going to do with your lives. Shiona? It's a ways off for me. Mm-hmm. I haven't thought of it. Oh, my year's almost up, so it's just over the horizon for me. I don't think the military life is cut out for me, though. He says, kind of sitting down and putting his helmet down next to him. Where was he in the battle? Do I, do I recognize where he was? Uh, yeah, he was. He was uh, not in your unit, but in the unit of of Grunts. That so was he, he was. He was one of the Grunts. He wasn't the, yeah. the shamans. Yeah, he was one of the Grunts. <clears throat> Grunt work can be particularly difficult. Uh, it's just 
I don't know if I have the fire that other soldiers do. It's, I just don't know if the military life... I, I've always felt better working steel than wielding it. Hmm. You are a kindred spirit, then. Blacksmithing was my original calling. Hmm. Now, uh, Zinji over there, he says, pointing to a female troll who has already got, like, a drink in each hand and is just in the middle of conversation, very loud and raucous with some of the other soldiers. Her, like, long blue hair is, like, tied into a series of braids. Uh, she She's really taken a liking to the military life. Uh, she's thinking of enlisting full-time once her year's up. Me, I think I might just go back to Orgrimmar and be a blacksmith. There is honor in that. Hmm. What about you, Brick? Most likely I will go back to my mother and sisters back home and see go, see where, where things go from there. Hmm. Where are you from, Olgor? That's the homeland of the time. Yes. If you want to name a village, you're welcome to come up with a name. Okay. <laughs> Yes, that's that's as far as I thought of this. I would like to see Mogor. Realistically, I feel I would probably wander the land. Mean spirits. You think you're signing up with a guild? Possibly. Well, I've heard that uh, one of the... I've heard, so they say, that the guilds are often those who have a fondness for the adventure, but not quite the rigor of the military career, often join adventuring guilds. I've been a member of the military of the Horde for some time now. <clears throat> Thinking of life beyond it is a little odd. Well, that's something to think about. I heard the, um, the Iron Jaw Guild, the Iron Jaw Regiment, came through um, Razor Hill recently. That was the Iron Wolf, wasn't it? Iron, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, the Iron Fang. Iron Fang, that's yeah. it. Iron Fang Regiment. Ah, Iron Fang. Right. Yeah. <coughs> they did. Providing aid in the wake of the cataclysm. Uh, there's, there's a rare guild. They're, uh, when I hear they're, they're actually independent, not Horror Alliance affiliated, although they fight for the highest bidder. Mm. They were a motivated group of people, from what I hear, considering I wasn't there because I had been washed out by a swimming Right. Right. Garrick went for a swim. Well, the swim went for me, really. I didn't have any choice in the matter. There's a lot of swimming out there. There was more bouncing against rocks. They were very helpful, assisting. Assisting. Downright praise coming from Shiana. <laughs> they were helpful. <laughs> the, uh, there's a number of different guilds out there. You know, the anything from the Iron Fangs to the Blood Red Legion, which is definitely you know horde affiliated. They've headed out. I think they got deployed uh, to the Twilight to the Highlands, where there's been a lot of rumor of Twilight's hammer activity, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, horde and alliance confrontation. Which one is Shiana's brother? The Blood Red Legion. It is? Okay. I thought so. And then, of course, you know, you've got your, your non-combatant guilds. You've got the, uh, 
the uh, craftsmen's guilds, the various different crafting guilds. I might sign up with one of them, put my blacksmithing talents to good use. What does, um, out of character, what does um, Samuro do? Samuro is... Other than be a badass. Samuro <laughs> is Corcoran, which means he's military. He's, he's the Marines. If, yeah. if, the, if the Horde military is the army... Samuro is part of the Marines. Okay. And he's one of the one of the head military commanders and trainers of, mm. of the Corcoran. My master is a member of the Corcoran. I may head in that direction. Mm. More military work for you. Time will tell, though. Still, I think if you all put the same effort into whatever you do after after this that you put into this, I think you'll all do well. <laughs> I'm curious. What? I probably had enough time by now to identify what those rings were. Probably. Because if it was something useful to the rest of the party, I would probably end up. I, I have an educated guess. But that might be metagaming for me having memorized the magic items manual. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, figured. Those are all the smallest they can get, by the way. It's just the small ones. Yeah, yeah. How I mean, does gold ring tell you? So how do you like? How does it's the mild humming? Don't even worry about it. <laughs> because every other ring in the manual is absurdly descriptive. <laughs> Actually, super plain gold ring. There's like one ring it can be. <laughs> is it the bigger one or the smaller one of the two pages he's got? The bigger. What? The mild humming one. Oh, it's this it's one. The smaller one. Oh, okay. It's a ring of protection and a blackstone. Yeah, black I mean, yes. One gives you plus one deflection bonus to AC, the other one gives you a plus one attack and damage bonus. But it's like luck based or something. It's, it's it stacks bonus. with it's everything. It's a luck bonus. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a luck bonus. bonus. So it stacks with everything, which makes it really good because oh. it'll stack. It's not an enhancement or anything. It would stack with my rock biter weapon. Yes. Ooh. No, I'm thinking you get that, and I'm thinking uh, little miss. I like to engage people with claws and melee, hey. despite being a rogue, might need that ring of protection. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Stop so that. I'll I'll probably try to seek their their group out once I have those identified and once some, I figure that I'm mostly done with. Also, at some point in the middle of this conversation, I take out that greatsword, mm-hmm. I stab it into the ground, and I use my foot to break the blade. Hmm. See, uh, and I do that like I, I I break the blade into four separate pieces. Mm-hmm. With the hilt coming off the last piece, yeah. So I've got the hilt and then four, and then three, and then three and then four, four bits of blade. Okay. The, the hilt and four bits of blade. Um, and I sort of stack them together. And what, what, how, how ornate is the hilt? Um, it's got, um, it's not like a whole lot of engraving, but the uh, the leather work around the hilt is very finely wrapped, so it's got this very nice spiral pattern. And then the, the, the cross guard itself has sort of um, almost a fork shape where it's got the very hard curve on the edge of the cross guard designed okay. to catch weapons. And oh. it's gold plated. It's not gold, but it's, it's colored gold. And yeah. the, the, the pommel has this sort of large round uh, base with a sort of a blue, like a, a sapphire set into it. There's a weapon somebody actually used in a war, so they're not gonna, it's not gonna be one of those yeah. absurd. Um, my I mean, plan. To be fair, after you know what universe we're in right now. After eating and socializing, my plan is to actually go over to the smithy, uh, to a blacksmith, and I'm going to 
blunt the edges of the blade, basically flatten out the tip of that port, and I'm basically going to attach the blade to my boots and bracers, um, and then the hilt I'm going to incorporate into my totem. Mm -hmm. The yeah, I really, uh, really blacksmithing check, Ooh. just to see how long it goes. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. So it, it it's it sort of creates more of that sort of slapdash armor look that a lot of uh, horde armor has as you sort of help apply the extra metal from from the different blades onto your bracers and greaves to sort of create a little bit of an extra uh, metal plate, <clears throat> and then yeah, you sort of um bend the the cross guard a bit so that it doesn't interfere with the totem and just kind of slam it and attach it roughly to the edge of the totem yeah. basically just uh indeed the, the intention here is to give my armor a little bit more of a bladed look to it yeah without actually being bladed yeah it looks a little bit more aggressive yeah using 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 the scraps from my enemies to enhance my stuff Yep. <clears throat> but that's why I took the plates. Mm -hmm. That happens over the course of the evening, though. Yeah. yeah so uh, Kareth spends, you know, a short amount of time making idle conversation with the with the group. <laughs> it's like idle conversation. <laughs> But after after a while, he uh, he gets a signal from from Zinji, the troll, and he stands up and goes over and walks over to her to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Well, how was the other side of the battlefield, Shana? <laughs> we were on opposite sides. <laughs> I, I think she's referring to the fact that she may or may not have been struck by that great yes. sword you're snapping. Yeah. <laughs> she fought fiercely. She's when I kind of ignoring you. <laughs> Just gonna walk away. <laughs> okay. She's gonna give him like a friendly pat on the back. Because you were nice. <laughs> You also elbow dropped from the heavens and uh, saved her, so. <laughs> yeah. She was unconscious by that point, though. <laughs> yes, but she probably. I mean. I, I like to think that that was like, her last thing is like, she gets struck, and as she's going out, she just sees the torrent blotting out the sun. Just <laughs> <laughs> the savage elbow, just. <laughs> Getting like the re entry heat. <laughs> <laughs> Like as you go down, you hear a crack. And you're not sure if it's like your head hitting the, the the rock or his elbow hitting the other person's head. <laughs> Could have been both. Chiana's gonna go get a drink. I, I I actually when I when I described the landing, I was thinking of the the Nomu fight when All Might lands next to the Nomu and there's just rocks that fly up in the air. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> But so you you go you go and get a drink. Yeah. And you sort of you sort of pass by Kareth and Zinji as they're in the middle of conversation, and you see the 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 troll has had like three mugs already, and she she's uh, definitely a little bit into her cups, but 
she's enjoying herself being loud and raucous and sort of the center of attention of this group of groups that are all having conversation. And then, and then the footman had the gall to put his shield down because he thought he was going to kill me. Well, turns out, shield works two ways. Slam it into his face. He can't see your blade in his gut. Where was she in the battlefield? She was in the grunt unit as well. Okay. It seems like the two of them fought in the same unit, basically. They were next to us. Yeah. And so you, you get your drink, and, mm-hmm. and the orc hands it to you, and it's like, good work out there. Thank you. You look tense. Relax. We won. Enjoy yourself. She takes the drink, walks away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Drink water, or you'll be hungover in the morning. She won't. No, she won't. Drink water, that is. She will be hungover in the morning. <laughs> well, well, let's see, what's your count? Ah, she's got a pretty good con. What is my con? <laughs> it's 14. Okay, yeah. Did you get hit points for your last level, by the way? No, thank you. Remember to hit points. Yeah. Do you come and find people? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine Shiana's trying her best to vanish into crowds, so... I imagine Shiana's I'm, really oh, good at vanishing into crowds, though. It's kind of her the, thing. The question is, is she actually vanishing into crowds, or is she making a show of being edgy and vanishing into the crowd? <laughs> that is the question, isn't it? In other words, do I not notice you, or do I notice, like, the, you know, 30-foot aura of people avoiding you? <laughs> She could be the life of the party. You never know. Because all I'm saying is I have a 15 yeah, spot check. Yeah. So <laughs> what we're saying is not. Are 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 you by are you by yourself through stealth or intimidation right now? Just walking off. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of just hanging back, but she isn't like trying to stealth or intimidate okay. right now. She's she's doing the she's, she's doing she's doing the 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 loner in a party thing and just leaning on one of the walls. Yes, <laughs> the edgy corner thing. Yes, exactly. So, which group would I find first? Uh, well, the the rest of them are all sitting around the central campfire, just having food and drink, and she's off to the side, sort of leaning against the wall. So, whichever one. All right, got, I would I would head for the. Central campfire first, but you don't see the troll with the rest of the group. Yeah, the trolls. The trolls wandering the keep. He's not much one for conversation. That makes this sense. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> is Josh with the same group, or is he? Off? Josh is fixing. I'm off fixing stuff. There's a there's a group of there's a group of engineers uh, inside Fort Triumph who brought all the siege equipment in for repairs, and he's with them working on the the, the steam suit that he had piloted that he blew up. <laughs> That, I, that somebody blew up. <laughs> <laughs> the steam suit that blew up. It got hit by a by a rock. <laughs> well, yes, but the hit, saw didn't. I got hit pretty hard. So, you know. <laughs> hey, Once. welcome. Come, have food. I imagine there is plenty of. Oh, yeah, food, there's there's so, some drink yeah. around. Plenty of food. I imagine they raided the Alliance's storeroom. Oh yeah, and they were fully stocked. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. That would be the I, oh, yeah. <clears throat> A lot of Alliance Dwarven beer. Yeah. <laughs> Real good beer. 
but I've got like just like a hunk of meat in one hand, a broken blade by my foot, and then a mug of something. <laughs> I pull out the black stone ring and just sort of look over it for a moment. By now, do you... So you would still have the... the Bits of broken blade. Right yeah, now. they're yeah. like sort of stacked next to me. I haven't, I haven't started forging them into things. I look over to it. What's with the sword? Keepsake. Well, I believe there is a uh, matching part to that. I toss over the ring. I believe you'll be able to make far more use of it than myself. I cast identify on it. Yeah. <laughs> I sort of raise my. Thing can't I mean, it, tell it, you it, what it does, but it takes it, 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 it's an action, so it just takes cards. Two. One. Both of them? the Blackstone card. Oh, the big one. one. Yeah, I like those. My thanks. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm like two. I'm like two or three cups in right now, so and I have a ten stamina. <laughs> So it's just like, oh, oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You'll have to cast Identify again in the morning. <laughs> like, Where did this come from? <laughs> what the fuck is, is this? this? Oh, okay. This is apparently Vol'jin. Vol'jin. Apparently Vol'jin saw fit to hand these over to me. I'll have to give him my thanks then. What have you been up to, Leaf? Well, attempting my duties as a healer as it stands. The aftermath of battle does leave one rather busy on that front. It does. But, at the very least, it would seem that the casualties were mostly to a minimum. Good to hear. Hmm. I take it, uh... I take it Shiana preferred, uh... the company of herself. As far as I'm aware. That would, uh... That does not surprise me at all. <laughs> I'm sure it won't be too difficult to find her if you're looking for her. Uh, simply to... to her? Uh, simply to give her something, apparently. The, there were two rings... <clears throat> One of them was a ring of protection. I imagine it would be more use to her than anyone else. Potentially. I did uh, see the aftermath of that fight, after all. Mm. It'd be worrying to lose someone. Well, good luck in your search. Hopefully I don't need it, but <laughs> then again, this is Shiana we're talking about. Oh. I think you need some more luck once you find her. I won't stay in the blast radius long. <laughs> I stand up and search. And so, Shiana, while you're um, sort of sitting and just kind of leaning against the wall, kind of looking around, you spot literally directly across the fort from where you are, leaning against the opposite wall, um, is... Uh, Lady Sylvanas, you see the sort of the sort of the tall, slender shape, almost the the elven form of the Banshee Queen, with her hood sort of pulled up as she just kind of leans against the wall with her bow sort of resting on the ground with with her left hand on it, just 
observing events. You see those those glowing red eyes as they sort of s- sweep the area. It's hard to out edge a Forsaken, <laughs> especially yeah. especially a Banshee Queen, a Dark Ranger. <laughs> You sort of see as she kind of watches everything around her, and before you can really think too much about it, Leaf uh, walks up to you. I hold, I hold up the ring. You here. proposing? <laughs> no, I just kind of pull it in my hand, like sort of toss it over here. Do you make a motion to catch it? I would hope so. Sure, she'll catch it. Do you, are you eating or drinking right now? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. You catch it in your mug. Oh. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you, you have something okay. in your arm. Yeah, she does. No, she she's a, drinking right now. So, so if you have something, then I'll just... I'll just kind of hold it up. This was on the Alliance Commander. I believe you could make some use out of it. It's a ring of defense. Okay. He's calling you weak. <laughs> Just lay it on her head. And walk Honestly, out. that's probably one of the things that runs through her head in that instant. Yeah. <laughs> Do I even have to make a sense motive to realize that she suddenly judges me like that? I mean, I think she just wears it on a suddenly face. judges you. <laughs> that would make that would be the assumption that this is a sudden judgment. <laughs> you see, you should have given it to the troll and have the troll bring it to her. <laughs> Think of it this way. So Neither you of say us say I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> Little <Think>. twig. <laughs> you were the one that fell. <laughs> not him. Think about it this way. Thankfully the goblin's not near shot. <laughs> Think about it this way. I'd rather avoid healing you, you'd rather avoid being healed. If this accomplishes so that you end. don't even want to help me. <laughs> <laughs> Consider this my help. So you don't have to deal with me now. <laughs> I asked how she was, and that was enough to upset. <laughs> Just lay it on her head and walk off. If you wish to read into this, you may do so as much as you like. I ask nothing in return. Just take it. I can't make much use of it myself. And she's still holding the drink. Yeah, she's holding the drink, so, you know. Is there a she's table or something staring, nearby? Well, I mean, she can, she can grab right it with now. her finger. Like, she's got... I'm she sure could. she's used to she's also got. She's also got a glove of claws on. Yeah. Is there a right. table or something no, nearby? No, she's, she's, she's off on the side with, like, she's literally, like, Leaning up against, against a, wall. a wall with a drink in her in her right hand. Just... just <laughs> I, she's gonna arch an eyebrow, like, what you gonna do? Just, just step it out of here. Just I know. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like him to die right now, please step it down her shirt. Perhaps <laughs> at a later time, then. You could also leave it on the ground. Yeah, but then you don't know as well. You can go back and watch Yeah, I don't know. Like, she might take that as insulting. I don't know. Everything so, you do is going to be insulting. No. Perhaps at a later time, then. I leave. I just turn around and leave. <laughs> Leaf walks away this time. If you don't want it, you don't need it. 
<laughs> I'll put that. I will. I will attempt later when you don't have the social excuse of holding a mug. <laughs> <laughs> My hand is full. <laughs> <laughs> Our party works so well together. Yeah. I, 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 I just, I was thinking, John, of the 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 Titus sketch, the Christopher Titus sketch. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They use that shit against us. They use that shit against us. <laughs> <sighs> so, is there anything of an interest in the keep? Um, how much life is in this keep? Like animals? It's not a lot. Um, it looks like there were some basic stables for horses, but they seem to be not I in know, use. They haven't really been in use for a while. They've been sort of cleaned out. Um, and raging. And everything is stone. Like, there's a whole lot of stonework in here, and so there's, on the inside of any building, there's not really a whole lot in terms of life. There's, um, it's very cold in this place compared to like even Plus even Desolation Hold land. that has a lot of steel and metal yeah. structure has a lot of like open air and a lot of um a lot of a lot of, a lot of a lot of the ground floor is exposed dirt whereas here it's all stone any reptiles snakes lizards um occasionally they don't they don't, they don't seem to have been killing them off but they're not keeping them or anything so you just see the occasional animal has wandered in. So it's very. Then you add that is. You add twice one, and that would. Very just dead. Cold. I mean, obviously they still have their stuff here, so it's not abandoned. Is there any? Are there any random trinkets that seem interesting? Any? Oh, anything, anything that's weird. I mean, I'm used. To, I've, I've kind of gotten used to horde culture. Is there anything that I find odd here that stands out? Like, <laughs> like my total attack is. Like my total attack is eight. Um, that's a natural twenty. I can only subtract five. So eighteen. So, so as you're wandering around, you find your way into a large uh, okay. square stone room with a a large uh, round table in the center with a series of chairs laid around it. Um, on this table is a sort of a uh, a um, a vellum map uh, with a number of small figurines uh, set on it um, with like small like clay um, structures and with like flags placed in them and small little um, tokens like made of uh, either glass or polished metal with various different logos some of them have um, are like have this golden trim with a lion face on them others have the, so the this is a very fancy elegant it's not just practical this is showy they're playing D&D &D. it's a yes it's a war table <laughs> Um, if you if you if you had the understanding, you would recognize these as troop markers and yeah. sort of fortification legion counting. But the, the horde ones are much more basic and functional. These seem to be like they're fairly similar. It's just the makeup of what they are is different. Yeah, but like coming from someone who's seen horde stuff, this seems yeah, like especially coming from coming from the horde side. 
This seems a lot more ostentatious. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't have that much of an understanding of a troop movement map. Like, regardless. Yeah. So. You see basically like these like polished little metal tokens that used to represent something. Is it, and is that all that's in this room? Just a giant room around these little um, tokens? There's a series of like um, large blue banners that sort of mark the walls. These large tapestries that sort of trail down almost to the almost to the floor that have sort of this gold outline and then the golden um, <coughs> symbol of a uh, a lion, sort of uh, in the center. Uh, it's sort of the face so, of the lion. I'm used to seeing these just in red and horde, not yeah, in red with the horde logo. Yeah, these are these are banners. Um, but aside from that, you see um, these very. Someone put a lot of effort into putting weapon racks. Like there's these these wooden racks that sort of are placed into the wall that hold swords and shields on the wall at, like, chest height for a human, you would assume. Um, whereas <clears throat> most horde armories just have, like, a wall rack where they're just kind of laid on the ground level, where it's easy to reach and less effort. Someone made an actual, like, effort to hang these on the wall. I go lift one off. Does it seem like it's more convenient for me this way, or is it just not for you especially? Because you move you move close to the ground anyway. Like you actually have to stand up and straighten yourself out to reach these. Hmm. But it's more ostentatious. Yeah, and you imagine that for people who stand upright all the time, it might be a little easier because it's like chest height; they just reach out and grab. But the the way the horde does it is generally sort of like. Here's you all your weapons. Over and grab your yeah, stuff. You, here's all your weapons. Grab it as you as if, you go out. If you can't bend over to grab a weapon, you really have no business holding a weapon. Yeah. And the other thing is, they're 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 placed on the ground, so they're not held in place, which means you can just grab one and go. These you have to like lift off of the rack okay. because they're on like a curved rack designed to There's hold them. Some pros and cons. Yeah. But to me, it's just weird. <clears throat> Do any of the weapons? Uh, I'm guessing the weapons look different too because they're very yeah. They're they're they're, they're like English longswords and power shields. And I'm guessing it's, it's a more uniform type of weapon. Like there's a lot of swords and shields as opposed to I'm, I'm yeah. at least to a hodgepodge of yeah. Like the the horde, horde armories have axes, spears, halberds, whatever you can think of in various different styles because it's this is what the blacksmith made. It's Whereas, more like the Confederacy than the military. Yeah. Whereas these are uniform. You see, like twenty of the same longsword and twenty of the same shields, basically. Hmm. But nothing that I would yeah, want to use. Probably not, because I've already got my own shield and that. It's long swords, shields, and there's about four long rifles. Have I seen a long rifle before? Uh, you've seen the goblin's pistol. It looks like that, but bigger. Does it look that much like that pistol though? Because I've never even seen that pistol up close. 
It's sort of it's so to describe it to someone who doesn't know what a gun is. Okay. It's sort of this this curved structure of wood where there's there, there's they're like a wooden support. And does, it, does it look like a musket? Iron pipe. Yeah, it looks like a musket. So it, there's this, this big long stick with an iron with a big long metal thing, but it's not sharp. No. So it's got but, it's, but it's with the other weapons. Yeah. I'm gonna pick one of these up. And try to see if I could figure out what it does. Is it like a pole arm? Well, it's not long enough to be a pole arm. Is our literate troll about to attempt a use tech device check? I mean, you've, you've seen crossbows before. You don't use them, but you've seen other people use them. But crossbows make sense. Yeah. And this has a trigger like a crossbow does. So you can't I'm going to fiddle around with the parts because it doesn't look like it's able to do anything. It's... Probably the ball's pulling the trigger, yes. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. So, just just roll me a... Just roll me an intelligence check. Four. (laughs) You can figure out... There's there's like a lever on the side of it that has like like a, 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 a small, like... Flat object, and you pull it back, and it Basically, clicks. I'm going to pull on everything that moves and it yank around. Like and you, you pull it back, and it clicks, and you see that the the trigger kind of writes itself a little bit. And you're like, huh? You pull the trigger, and the hammer clicks forward. It's not loaded, so it doesn't do anything. Yeah. But you, you you sort of figure that you pull the hammer back, you pull the trigger, the hammer clicks forward. Pull the hammer back, pull the trigger, the hammer clicks forward. So it's just really difficult. Weird. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna keep it on me, and I'm gonna gonna show it to Snake Friend. <laughs> snake Snake Friend slides across the surface of the barrel and just kind of like slithers into the end of the barrel a bit and like looks around. That's not a good place to be. <laughs> eh, it's unloaded. Okay, Snake Friend has a home. <laughs> snake Friend lives in this long rifle now. Yeah. Not for long. <laughs> I mean, if the troll never loads it and fires it, he'll live there for a while. Okay. Snake Friend has a home. It's a perfect weapon. I can jab people with it, and then Snake Friend will bite them. <laughs> jab them with the long rifle, and the snake comes out and bites them. Are there bayonets? There are bayonets. They're not attached, but there are bayonets. What are the... Does it, there's no way I could figure out that a bayonet attaches this, is there? I mean... It's so there are these little like daggers that aren't on a grip. They have like a little metal band on them, and they very obviously slide in onto these long rifles. Like it almost looks like it almost looks like these things are supposed to be a spear, but they didn't finish putting the spear together. Uh, I need to finish it. So you, you you put the bayonet on the long rifle. Yeah, there should be a groove on a. So I've got a spear now. Yeah, you have a spear now. But I've got a spear with a snake friend. Yeah, you got a spear with you got a spear with, with a with a cow with a holding It's not snake weighted friend. right for being a spear either. It's not right. It's not weighted right for throwing, but you can definitely use <laughs> it as a weapon. I mean, yeah, it's it's heavier than most. Strange. Those alliance folks must really like their pet snakes. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Okay. <laughs> so, you, so you got home defense for your snake. Um, so, what's the difference in damage of the bayonet of a of a bayonet of a rifle to a spear? I don't I think, think there is one actually. I think a bayonet's a d six. It is. It is yeah, actually. It, it is literally you are putting a spear. On I, I think a rifle. bayonet turns a rifle into a short spear. It's just it's a it's a martial weapon proficiency, but I'm proficient with martial weapons. Yeah, it's a martial weapon as opposed to a simple weapon to use a bayonet. Congratulations on your upgraded spear. It's, it's, it's snake spear. 
Would, the snake wouldn't crawl in there, though, because not, not knowing if it coming, because they don't back up very well. Yeah, but there's an exit on the other side. Yeah, you can if, see if you keep it open. Also, these also right. these like Warcraft muskets are cartoonishly large, so it's got more yeah. than enough room to turn around. Because it has like a big blunderbuss. Yeah, yeah. To oh, it as well. and they're yeah, they're like they're like like Warcraft muskets are like this big. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 not like. It's it's this not, not like a that rifle. Big. This okay. is a musket. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, it's like okay. it's like yay big around. Especially if it's sure. a tiny, especially if it's a tiny snake, it has room to yeah. like curl around the inside of the barrel. <laughs> like, if it's anything less than like you know two hundred caliber, yeah, then it's a pea shooter. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a gnome gun, not a Norwich gun. So yeah, two. And this is a dwarven rifle. Which, in those cases, they're probably pea shooters that are just you know electrified dwarven, and filled with know, chaos. Dwarven rifles also double as beer horns, so <laughs> that is not Click, the case. Lock it in place, pour it in, drink. Add a little extra. The gunpowder adds a little extra kick. Oh. I got one of the other. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a Warcraft dwarf that drinks out of his rifle now. <laughs> gonna, a Warcraft dwarf is not gonna live long. You mean? <laughs> keep meandering around the keep. I'm, I'm guessing. Just fill it up with vodka. The most Russian roulette. <laughs> Comrade now has a new method of drinking. <laughs> Excuse me while I drink this. <laughs> Punch the, like punches the shotgun into a barrel, lifts the barrel and just chunks. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, I'm probably gonna, at this point. I've seen there's not a lot of interesting stuff around. I'm gonna Mr. Re- felt he's thirsty. Go go back to the. Um, <laughs> it's a good way to clean your gun, I guess. <laughs> Vodka is actually good at cleaning stuff out because it's it's pure alcohol. So your fruit, yeah. You're, I mean, moonshine. Your first shot, you just clean it out. I'm, making a, I'm gonna make a Russian door. Um, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't get all the vodka out, then you got a little bit of a flamethrower to go. <laughs> exactly. It's like extra muscle. Adds a little extra kick to the next fire. <laughs> oh. Find the rest of the group, I guess. I'm get. There's lots of people around here. Yeah. I my experience with the alcohol has probably been not. You you probably like seeing other people. Drinking. I've seen drinking. I just never understood. But I, I I see the rest of the group is sort of there, and Shiana's off to the side. So the troll's gonna meander up to Shiana. The troll's there. Not doing anything. He's just like plopped down next to you, and he's playing with a rifle. <laughs> and if you're watching, you see a snake's head poke at the end of it every once in a while. <clears throat> Sometimes it's best just not to ask. We've made him so your responsibility. Sound like you would answer. So. Exactly. That's why. What? We've made him your responsibility. Yes. So. He's just sitting He's not. Oh, he's fine. He's not he's trying to never... talk or anything. He. I mean, he's not trying to. The two silent ones. It's, he doesn't. It's, it, he. He is like he sat down next to you because you're there, but the fact that you're there is irrelevant. He's just playing with. You his, say that, but it's always shown that he sits down next to. Yes. There's some level of relevance. There's relevance to the fact that, that he chooses to be next to her, but he doesn't choose to interact with her. <laughs> it's, um, but yes, no, he's playing. He's playing with snake stick. <laughs> it's like boomstick, but you know, 
with snakes. We pass the evening. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Yeah. I, I, th- I think she that's the rest of it. Yeah. I believe we're done. <laughs> I go do blacksmithy stuff, and yeah. then I go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the the group of you sort of rest for the evening, <clears throat> and in in the morning, all awake, Shiona has a hangover, of course, because she didn't drink any water. I don't need water. I'm fine. <laughs> Your head disagrees with you. <laughs> fine. Thump, thump, thump. Shut loud, up, Ed. Loud noises. <laughs> Jenna's over there just cussing at her head. It's like, stop it, you <laughs> Um, But you all, you all wake up in the morning. There's a horn. <laughs> Could you be any louder? And <laughs> <laughs> saying that makes your head hurt. <laughs> Koto, the Kodo drums start. <laughs> 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 the bugler has a sense of humor and just a louder horn next time. <laughs> They're gonna need a new bugler. <laughs> but you you say that, but the um, <laughs> there's a You're joking, I'm not. There's a there's a there's a moment in the um in the morning um when war drums start to beat as um, a military procession arrives at Fort Triumph from the Horde, okay. from the Northern Barons, across the chasm. I'm going out to witness this. You, you hear you hear the sound of drums being played as Kodos and wolves ride into Fort Triumph. Also, I imagine I imagine the Bladewind war paint is probably all sweated off, but probably, the, but the. The um, the hell scream is probably still mostly there. A little bit. It looks. It looks not at the moment. It looks more like um, like a close powder burn. Like it, it, it blends in more with my beard than with my with my like still. with my like five o'clock shadow than anything else. Yeah, like it, it's mostly gone. It looks like almost like a grease burn or yeah. like a, like, a, like your face jaw is coated in grease, like your engine grease yeah. for a minute. I'll probably be like cleaning it off as I'm going outside. Yeah. And you you see this sort of this procession of horde soldiers. Um, they they're not wearing your typical like the the red and silver um, armor of the standard horde military. These soldiers are wearing black with brass trim. Um, the which means uh, you're all military lore. Do I know? Yes, you know. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to see if he does. <laughs> That's only a ten. Uh, it's not hard to miss. These are the core team. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I kind of know. Um, and so the these there are this the the black armor with the bra- with the brass trim you know is a tribute to Orgrim Doomhammer. Uh, the Corcron where that is their colors as reference to. The the, 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 great, the the greatest well not the oh, first second, but, but the the greatest military leader that the horde has seen in a long time. Yep. Um, uh, and the there are wolves and kodos being brought in. The kodos have war drums strapped to the side, and there's drummers playing them. And in the middle of this throng of Corcoran warriors is a massive figure. Brown of skin, with his jaw tattooed black, wearing massive tusks on his shoulders and a great axe in his right hand. The war chief of the horde, Garrosh Hellscream, has arrived 
in Fort Triumph. <clears throat> I assume there is a call to attention. Yeah, and immediately one of the Corcoran at the head um, takes his helmet off. <clears throat> Warriors of the Horde! The war chief is present! Lopnarash! Which, you know, is orcish for two arms. It means get your weapons. Yeah. Shing! <laughs> I the have troll stick. doesn't quite get it. I will, I will find wherever the appropriate place to begin a lineup is and go ahead and begin that lineup. Yeah, and so the, there's already soldiers uh, lining up and sort of getting at attention um, as the the war chief and his retinue of Corcron um, enter, and the the leaders of, of the forces are already standing aside uh, to, to meet Hellscream. You see Vol'jin and Sylvanas and Warlord Bloodhilt all gathering uh, in front of all the soldiers and sort of waiting... And uh, as the Corcron file in and Garrosh makes his way to the front to speak with the three of them, he sort of looks over all of the soldiers assembled. You all are my warriors of the Horde. This victory today is the first of many. The eyes of Hellscream are upon you. And under the leadership of the Horde, you will bring more glory to your people. Loktar! Ogar! And there's this slow rumble of, of sort of this, the, the Loktar, Ogar, spreads through the, the soldiers that are gathered here today as he sort of finishes that off and pulls the, the three of them aside for conversation um, and uh, the Corcron sort of calls out um, alright warriors of the horde a number of you are being recruited for the war chief's personal offensive we're going to stone talon boys I'll be calling your names one at a time each of you will be separated and join with the new with the new uh Ooh, as, you, as I collect my words, and join up with the new force. And he slowly starts calling names, and you hear Pete, and you hear names being called, and soldiers stepping aside from the from the main body. As Warlord Bloodhelm is in conversation, he notices some of his soldiers being pulled aside. Is that seems to line up with something that the war chief has just told him, and he goes back to conversation. And at one point, each of you hear your own names called. Mm-hmm. How big is this group shaping up to be? Uh, it's looking like <coughs> with the with the combined forces between the Dark Spear and the Forsaken and the forces that are already at Desolation Hold, it was probably a good 200, 300 soldiers. Um, and it looks like about 70 to 100 are being gathered up. Okay. So they're taking out about a third of the forces. Roughly. Leaving, leaving most of it, but taking about a third to complement the existing Corcron. Ain't we um, the lucky few? Let's see if the troll's paying attention while he's putzing around with Snack Stick. Nope, troll's not paying attention and is putzing around with, with uh, Sion is gonna, like, nudge him with her foot. Troll looks up with Snack Stick. Points. Where you need to go. Troll looks blankly at Shana for a second and then uh, realizes what's going on and 
picks up Snack Stick and takes Snack Stick over to <laughs> the newly assembled. The, the newly assembled group. We all walk and then pops down there and continues to play <laughs> with Snack Stick. We all walk across the path yeah. to the other side. Freaking babysitter. And as as you as you pass by, you sort of hear just the, the faintest uh, snatch of conversation between Garrosh and the people assembled, and you, you just pick out, you may return to your campaign now, Banshee Queen, but know that the eyes of Hellscream are upon you always. Of course, War Chief. She says, and there you can you can taste that sarcasm, that the sort of the venom that drips. Mm, mm, spicy. Well, I'm certainly glad he's proud of the uh, little slogan he's built for himself. Eyes <laughs> of him. <laughs> so, do they actually have my name on the list? Yeah. Now? So I'm kind of yeah. Because you, you, they, you they ended up taking they ended up taking you down as as a as a part of the regiment. Um, Just because I was because you were, was you were in Desolation Hold. You were helping yeah. out. Squishy yeah. little shield. Mm-hmm. I mean, the small and squishy part wasn't the shield. Squishy center, hard outer coating. And you, you were notified over the course of the night that you would be allowed to uh, keep and maintain that steam suit if you wanted to. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was. I, would, I mean, I've been rebuilding all that. You're asking a goblin if he wants to keep an extremely valuable piece of technology. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what Did answer you get you're the expecting. arm fixed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the weapon's I, gone, but the arm is the, the arm is there. So. Yeah, I've, I've got to put a new saw on it, and I've got to put my um, put a uh, cannon in, into it. I mean, there's plenty Replace of metal arm with If we want to go cannibalize some, some footman uh, armor, we can probably make a saw blade out of that. Or if, or if you're a forsaken, you just cannibalize the footman. Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> or if you're... So what, just a giant saw blade where each of the individual little chains on the saw is just a battle axe head? I mean, could probably do that too, that but I was thinking of just melting the material down, putting it into a into a, into a mold. If, if I use a uh, axe head on, on a chainsaw, can I use that I mean, uh, feat of... Uh, it would be less... Iron dwarf uh, feat of pulling the chainsaw... The, just about the Iron Forge axe rip? Yeah, right. The, um, I would I would say the Iron Forge axe rip is definitely meant to be used for chainsaws. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite. A chainsaw that's, that's nice just speed. a bunch of battle axe heads doesn't quite work because the gap between the edges is too large. And so it's less of a brrr and more of a thunk, thunk, thunk. That depends on how you're building your chainsaw axe, sir. This is World of Warcraft. <laughs> Physics doesn't matter. So at this point, now, is it like. So at this point, is it still a chainsaw? Or are you just going to build, like, a windmill made of axes. Well, it, it also wasn't. It also wasn't ever oh. a chainsaw. It was a. It was a. Yeah, it was like a lumber mill buzz saw. Lumber mill. Yeah. yeah. It was. A, it, so was, it, was a, it was. It was. It was a circular saw. Yeah. Now so I'm going to make it more of a circular axe blade. Just a spinning axe blade. It's just it's just an axe head that just like spins rapidly. There's three axe heads on, on an axe. Yeah. Just a buzz saw. Yeah, it's like it's three axes connected at the base at, at the at the sure. base of the handle, That's and so it just it's just a pinwheel of axes. <laughs> yeah, it's just a pinwheel of axes. We call it the axe wheel. <laughs> I said not as not as efficient as a saw blade, but still. It's intimidating. <laughs> or alternatively, you could just call it the axe and axle. No. 
<laughs> I mean, you could. No, you couldn't. You really couldn't. He could. The, 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 the thing will explode if you call it that. Again. <laughs> Alright, your malfunction rating is tripled. What? It doesn't like its own name. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like the name. It's trying to commit seppuku. <laughs> Alright, so... Committing seppuku with an axe would be... Deficient. That's what I was saying. It's, it's all about disemboweling yourself. So you don't... <laughs> you get the one hit instead of instead of the stab and rip. I mean, there's yeah, a rip. Spinning so less of a stab. I mean, at what point is it still that? And at what point did it just become... Cutting yourself in half with industrial equipment gone horribly, horribly oh, wrong. Or horribly, horribly right. Yeah, seppuku is when somebody stabs itself in the gut, rips it off to the side, yeah. and then somebody standing over them beheads them. Yeah, no, I, I do know what that was and what it is. Because you fucked up so bad, that's the only way you can get your honor back. Well, it's all, it's it also up. used for other purposes, like there's a variety of things in honor. For example, if you're about to, en- if you would be entering an unwinnable battle, it's considered more honorable to die that way than to either be defeated or run away from the fight. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, okay. After a few after a few minutes, after the entire group has been called, and it is about a third of the forces that were assembled for Desolation Hold, um, the the um, the orc that had been gathering everyone out speaks up. All right, you lot. My name is General Nazgrim, and I'll be organizing each of you in this assault. The War Chief Garrosh has a bit of a grudge to settle with the Grim Totem. Torin of Stone Talon Mountains. You see, <clears throat> the Grim Totem have always been enemies of the Torin of Mulgor, he says, in, in, indicating to some of the Torin in the group like you. But recently they've made an enemy of the Horde at large when they betrayed War Chief Garrosh and tricked him out of honorable victory. This will not go unanswered. And in recompense to the Torn of Mulgore for the mutual betrayal the blood the the the, the Grim Totem have offered to the Torn and to the Horde. We will be taking the fight to them. Do I know anything about any of this? Like, do I know anything about the event, or do I know anything about the Grim Totem? Uh, you can roll me... You can roll me knowledge local for the Grim Totem. You can roll me knowledge local for the event. And the opposite will be true for either of you learning about the other ones. It will be knowledge, um... It's not a history. Um, That's a match point. I'm trying to think what would be, like, history of people that you know. Muscle. Um... History. No, the history, would work. history. History would work for the other one. I have none of those. I have nature to play for the twenty-seven. <laughs> That's knowledge local. Yeah, for knowing about. Do I need to have local or? Uh, you don't have to have it. You can roll an intelligence check if you don't. Can no, I do? Twelve. I heard twenty. Could I do knowledge local? Uh, yeah, you can do knowledge local for the event. Can I just roll an intelligence check? Yeah. Nine. You don't know. I got twenty. Twenty for local. Knowledge local. You wouldn't know about this one though, so you'll get a little bit, but not. You, you're not local. 
I'm not that local. <laughs> I mean, you're local to what? a volcanic Sister. island off the <laughs> off the coast. Uh, my general intelligence check is a zero. Yeah, okay. You don't know anything. You barely know what he's talking about. I, I Torrent. I think I recognize that word. So what did you get? Twelve. So you know the, you know the Grim Totem. Um, of the many uh, the many many tribes of the, of the Torrent, the chief are the Blood Totem, which are the the ones that that are sort of the ones that the blood that, that the Blood Hoof. Sorry, the Blood Hoof Totem. Blood Totem are high mountain. Yeah, they're high mountain. The the Blood Hoof, who are the the, the leaders <laughs> of the Torrent of Mulgore. Um, the the chieftain of the Torrent is actually currently Bane Blood Hoof, uh, who is the son of Cairn Blood Hoof. Uh, who died recently in a duel against Garrosh Hellscream. Um, the blood, the, the Grim Totem have never been friendly with the Bloodhoof or the, or the Torrent people as a whole. They've always had a sort of aggressive and xenophobic worldview. And generally speaking, they have betrayed the the blood hoof more than they've helped them. They're still Torin, and so there's a certain amount of mutual respect there, but the the Grim Totem have always struck out on their own. They've always been in it for themselves, as opposed to the rest of the Torin. Um, and they are not officially part of the Horde because they keep to themselves. They're very xenophobic. They don't like anyone who isn't primarily anyone who isn't Grim Totem, but especially anybody who isn't Torin. Right. Um, you know that um, Garrosh Hellscream was challenged to a Matt Gora by Karen Bloodhoof. A Matt Gora being a challenge to a duel for leadership. Um, in traditional... In, in recent times, Matt Gora has stopped being to the death. Um, but this Matt Gora was insisted to be fought under the old ways, which is to the death no armor, one weapon that you can get um, treated properly by a shaman of your choice to bless. Um, there have been rumors that that Garrosh's win over Cairn in Mat Garah... Cairn is dead because of this duel, because it was to be fought in the old way to the death. There are rumors that Garrosh's win was not clean. That something happened. That his 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 win was not according to the rules. That it, it, so it, like it he may have smuggled in some other weapon. The the, the the running theory is that his blade was poisoned. Hmm. Which, from what you know of the war chief, he would not like. Um, but the 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 general idea is that Garrosh was, in a way, robbed of honor if he did in fact <laughs> not win cleanly. Um, and so you sort of get this sensation that this is Garrosh wiping out what he perceives as a stain on his own honor, mm -hmm. um, which sort of gives credence to that idea that his weapon was poisoned because his his stated shaman for that Matt Garah was publicly known to be Magath the Grim Totem, the chieftain of the Grim Totem Torin. <laughs> Wasn't she also the one that insisted it be uh, dueling the old ways? No, that was Garrosh. Uh, interesting. Hmm. And now they're going to tell us to go kill all those folks. We're going to be a fighting Torum. Great. 
at some point, whenever I can, whenever, you know, I don't think that the eyes of Hellscream are upon me. (laughs) (laughs) They are currently upon us. Yeah, right. He's right Um, there. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, when the eyes of Hellscream are not upon me, I will relay that information to the group. (sighs) This does not sit well with me. Nor I. Was the troll just playing with Snake Friend? Pretty much. (laughs) The troll. You're talking politics. <laughs> Troll and Snack Friend have about an equal understanding of politics. <laughs> and you don't you don't really have all the details of the matter, but sort of yeah. the, the pieces that you can put together was I'm basically stressing basically I'm stressing the idea that this might not be a good cause. Like basic basically what your what the, the pieces that you have to put together are Cairn challenged Garrosh to Matt Gorah. Garrosh pushed that it should be in the old ways, which meant no armor, one weapon, blessed by a shaman of your choice. Garrosh won, but rumor circulates that it wasn't a clean win. His shaman at the time for that duel was Maggot the Grim Totem, known to be leader of the Grim Totem Torrent. The circulating prevailing rumor was that his weapon was poisoned by his shaman. Mm-hmm. Now Garrosh is going to eliminate the Grim Totem. So basically he's trying to cover his tracks, make sure that nobody can come up later to contradict any stories. It may very well be that he didn't intend for his weapon to be poisoned if it was poisoned, and thus it was... It could just be a Where are we currently having this conversation? <clears throat> Away from the eyes of Hellscream. Uh, okay. I, mean, I, I would imagine it, there are plenty of rooms in this fortress. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're not. We haven't left yet, so I presume that we're like sort of. I presume that all the troops are gathered like in a field, preparing yeah, to leave. Yeah, you're, like, you're, you're also we're, just, you're all sort of gathered up. We're about. away from the Corcron. Basically, <laughs> yeah. during whatever time would probably be allotted for us to to you know, grab stuff and get ready. Yeah. We're sort of like standing around waiting waiting for them to call like off to one side having a huddle. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Group meeting. Yeah. I don't doubt that. For as unless unless the Hellscream name has fallen further than I thought. I don't doubt any foul play was inten- I don't doubt that any foul play was unintended by the war chief. Is the sentence that I had to structure correctly. Even if it was, Darn, double negatives. why did it take it out of the whole tribe instead of just the one no, no. guy? That, well, I mean, if Magatha Grimtotem's intention was to end, end Karen Bloodhoof and in the same motion ruin the reputation and honor of the war chief, then success. Hence the retaliation against the Grimtotem as a whole. Hmm. Sounds inefficient. Well. <laughs> What are it your is, thoughts? It is just speculation. Yeah, unfortunately. <clears throat> Shanna says, what are your thoughts? Stark did it, Brick. I honestly don't know. Have they mentioned how we're going to go? Uh, is it, are they just going to march up that direction? Uh, presumably. They've got, you know, photos <laughs> and wolves. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, if we take a ship... 
I would say that it would be nice to be able to Get gather information. Early. Yeah, but gather information yep. up there. Unfortunately, we're going to have to move with the army. We are, we are we're military, so we have to move where we're told, unfortunately. Yeah, well, you guys are. I mean, honestly, we don't have to move where we're told. We'll get killed, but we don't have to. <laughs> Precisely. Assuming that getting killed is not our intention, then we have to move where we're told. Well, we can come up with an excuse for taking one of the ships. I was about to say, you were you were sort of included because you had been helping out, but you're, yeah. strictly speaking, not actually horde military. You can yeah. do what you want. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if we can... Uh, I took the wrong. I took the wrong vehicle. Uh, proficiency. <laughs> we'll attach wings to snake friend and send oh, him ahead. Oh wait, message. I can still steal one though. As soon as you say wings and snake friend, troll immediately starts looking for out of game. Out of game joke. That's not like a sarcastic comment, Sean. No, I'm sorry. No, out of game joke. I'm sorry. Shadow doesn't even know that you're looking for weed snakes, yes. so she wouldn't know to make I mean, that still joke. Very, Fair enough. You can still try to pull out. No, exactly. I can just, just yeah. Yeah. assuming you can find one you can take some around. I'm assuming there's enough water in the way as well. Natural one. We could likely. Likely. Can you even pile that on your own? And there's only four of them. Yeah, we've got a plus 14. I mean, yes, but just but, because you have a plus 14 doesn't mean you don't I, need more crew. I got, no, no, I got a 50% chance. I mean, I would need a crew. Likely. If we could talk... No, if, if, if we could talk... Just talk the Warlord into the possibility that, you know, it, having a sh- having a ship for, for scouting purposes might be a good idea. Why don't we let us take the ship? And since we'll be faster than them, we'll just go up there and find out stuff. Well... Likely, any information that we would need to find out could be acquired from the Corcoran. Yeah, we could do that too. They would have a more intimate <laughs> knowledge of what has actually been going on in the War Chief's not necessarily reasoning, but some of his planning. Yeah. They okay. are the ones that sit in on the War Councils and guard the War Chief. They would have been present at the Montgarah. Perhaps. Um, okay. Would you like to make your animal companion your snake, by the way? I snake snakes make good animal companions. I would assume the snake would start growing at that point. Yes, and growing wings. There's a sort of like as as you, as you touch into that natural magic, he sort of takes some of that essence that you that you sort of gotten in touch with, and he'll begin growing. Yeah, and he I, to over the next few weeks, he'll become a very large medium snake, a, a medium snake, and won't fit in your snake in your snake stick anymore. No, he won't. But that's okay. Um, He will become a medium viper. We can certainly see if there are any plans to send forward scouts out and volunteer in such an event. Yeah. Um, Just, just, we need to figure this out. We can speak, we can speak with, uh, we can, once the, I say, I indicate to where there's meetings happening. Right. Once the procedure, once the proceedings are done, we can determine if we can make ourselves useful in that manner. Though I don't doubt that it would matter little what we found if we were to go ahead, this war would still happen. But it might be interesting to figure out. Like as, as I said, likewise, it's likely that this information, and we can find all the uh, quite a bit of information simply from communing with the Corcoran. <coughs> That seems like a good first step. What do you know of the Grim Totem, Brick? Uh, well, I mean, 
He's really that weird. I think think everything he told me already. That's all I know. They don't play nice with others. So are they officially not part of the horde then? Yeah, they are. They are. They are officially not horde. And if they were behind, and if their Magatha Grimtotem had any hand in the death of of Cairn, I imagine your people would want likewise retribution. Hmm. Would I know that? Would that they that they would often like to get at the Bloodhoof? Yes. Mm-hmm. The 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 most common instance of Torin on Torin violence is between Grim Totem and Horde Torin. Yes, it, it is something that that some of my people would appreciate. But and uh, like, to be like, honest, I'd rather. Would he also know like the general reaction to the passing of Karen Bloodhoof? Bad. <clears throat> yeah. He was a beloved. He was a beloved leader. And old. All of, not just all of Cairn's people, all of the Horde loved Cairn Bloodhoof. He was one of the wisest and strongest warriors that the Horde had ever known. He was ancient, but for instance, Garrosh is one of the best fighters that the Horde has ever seen. Cairn had him at a standstill, if not was winning, before the poison, before the poison, as far as the rumors go, started to take effect. And of course... Hmm. So needlessly, needlessly killing all of them would not undo any of what has happened. No. So how much input did he have before he passed? Like how, basically, how total is the rule of the war chief? So the war chief is the military director, commander in chief, and general. Overlord of all of the Horde. But each individual race of the Horde tends to govern themselves in day-to-day operations. Um, typically speaking, the War Chief is also the leader of the race that they are part of, usually. Um, Garrosh is not just War Chief of the Horde, he's also the High Overlord of the Orc race. Um, but um, each... Uh, the war- everyone or the president and leader of the EU, kind of. Um, except you know, has actual power. Yeah. The uh, so when when the war chief calls, all are expected to answer. But the war chief does not typically have command over day to day life for the races that are not his own. Yeah. And who's the new leader of the Torin then? The Tor- the current leader of the Torin is Bane Bloodhoof, Cairn's son. Do I know anything about him? Not really. He's he's been he was he was quiet for a long time. He's known to be uh, a kind soul, but that's about it. Oh, oh, okay. Interesting. I'll ask Frick then. So what what do you know about the new? Leader of the Tauren. That would be another knowledge local. Or intelligence if you don't have it. Yeah, just intelligence. Intelligence. Hmm, that's even worse. Six. Mm-hmm. He's a son. He, he's the son of Karen Bloodhoof, and he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a nice kid. Anything else? <laughs> that's a lot of now. Cool. This one time he let me borrow his pencil. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah. 
It was a very nice mix. How much older, if at all, is Garrosh from me? Uh, Garrosh is actually older than Thrall is. Okay. Um, so Garrosh is probably like... In his 30s, then. Yeah, in his 30s. Okay. I because I, I know that we didn't he didn't come into picture until after yeah, the reopening he, of the yeah, black. He, he was he was born before the horde okay. was a thing. That's why he's a Maghar, because he was born before the demon blood. Yeah. He just got left behind because he was sickly. Yeah. <sighs> Garrosh is probably in his like mid thirties. Well, we can speak with the core crown once we get this, once we start marching and see what they're what the plans are. Likely we will be we will be dictated positions, but there may be some room for communication back and forth. Would I know um, who in this in this group would it, would it be? Um, Nazgrim would be the one to talk to if uh, it, you know to receive orders and also to. Yeah, General General Nazgrim is yeah. the if the General Nazgrim is the commander of this force, then the only person above him is Garrosh. Yeah. So. Would there be any, would there be any like like uh, sar- uh, like uh, sergeants or anything below him that would be in charge of individual groups of yes, soldiers? but you would have to be assigned to one first and, and have been assigned one yet. So once we're and would I would I assume that'd be the next step basically? Yeah, basically, like probably probably while you were on the journey, you would yeah. start getting assigned to officers. It's not the place of the infantry to suggest or contradict the generals or higher. But once we have a sergeant assigned to our, once we are assigned to a unit with a sergeant, we can pass any information or requests up through the sergeant and they'll have a little bit more pull within the Corcoran as a whole. Militarily, we can't simply walk up to Nazgrim and say, hey, this is the thing we'd like to do. Of course. Chains of command exist for a very good reason. So yes, Josh. Technically, you do not answer to any. Yeah, but, but if I'm gonna, if my name's on the list, I'm not gonna. Yeah. You know, You're not technically part yeah. of the Horde military, but I still. I mean, if you keep working for him, you keep getting paid by him. Yeah, yeah. yeah the independent, but still independent contractor. Independent contractor. <laughs> and they give you the sweet steam suit. Yeah, that's true. Too. Better to be with them than against them. Yeah, Especially if, if this horrid thing is teaching us anything. <laughs> well, the Grim Totem are also against everyone else, so... Yeah, I mean, if everybody's against them, you might as well, you know. But they might have a chance to change this. They have a new guy in charge. We have to go find out. Well, anyway, but yeah. First, okay, so we get into the situation. Once, yeah, once we begin marching, we'll be able to learn more. Okay. We'll do Gather that. some information? Yep. Once we start marching. Yeah, so after a while... The Nazgrim sort of gives the call out. All right, grab your gear. Time to head out. Okay, question. Um, am I going to be able to pull up enough uh, Flogason for this thing on a regular basis, or am I going to have to get a cart and pull it around with me? Um, roll me a search check. See what you can find in here when you were while you were looting and okay. figuring out what was around. Let's are we car- are we carting the uh, steam tw- suit? 20, 28. So, while you were searching, you probably went straight for the stores to see if yeah. you could find anything, and you yeah. managed to locate. Uh, have enough, exactly enough flogason to get to the stone time moments. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Then I'll run out of steam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
you you grab ten vials of Phlogiston. <laughs> okay. It's what a vial a day. You know, well, no, it's more than. It's that. supposed to be a vial a, an hour, so. I'm so we're carting have, this around. I have to cart it. Yeah. yeah. We we acquire a cart and load the steam suit into because you know you just had to walk around with this thing constantly on. Then inevitably you get into your first battle. Think, all right, now I actually got to do something. And <laughs> No, uh, they have they have wagons to load seat to load like walking seat equipment into. Right. Yeah. So we'll probably we'll be, be attached to a them. wagon as we're traveling, and that'll probably be how we're divvied out um, to sergeants. That's true too. Yeah. Okay. So, how long does it take for us to get a sergeant? Um. So, the uh, it's sort of there's as, as the. As the war machine starts to move out, mm-hmm. um, the uh, the forces start to um, uh, separate into the sort of the general regiments of cavalry and riders in the front, um, the beasts of burden, and the wagons that are pulling siege equipment in the middle. And then the, uh, the 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 footmen and the the ground the ground walkers trailing behind, um, and because you're all attached to one of the steam suits, you're all manning and guarding one of the wagons, mm-hmm. which means you've got a ride. You're not blistering your feet. Lucky you. <laughs> we, yay. Um, but after a while, uh, I mean, Brick doesn't blister his feet regardless. Yeah. <laughs> You've got hooves. <laughs> These hooves are made for walking. <laughs> yes, exactly. The troll has so many calluses, bro. Yes. So many calluses. Well, you don't. Your feet regenerate. You, <laughs> any damage to help regenerate. You wouldn't, yeah. get, you wouldn't build up calluses. <laughs> I feel like trolls are thick-skinned by nature. Yeah. I feel like their skin is just a giant callus. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, and then after a while, uh, your wagon is ridden up to by a, uh, a Corcoran who is wearing slightly different colors. Um, instead of brass, the trim on his armor is, uh, crimson red. Um, and he is a dark-skinned, uh, orc. His skin is almost like ashen black. Um, his eyes are he's sort of an uh, almost a, almost a mag almost a magma orange red. He's a magar. Uh, specifically, he's a black rock. Yes. Um, but even the black rocks maintain their black skin after yeah. the demon blood, so hard to tell for him. Um, the uh, the orc kind of rides up on his wolf uh, to adjacent to your group. Greetings. I am Overlord Orbarok, and I'll be <laughs> commanding your unit. <clears throat> Greetings, Overlord. If you're looking to spell that, it is O-R apostrophe B-A-R-O-K-H. I wouldn't have spelled it right. I'm spelling it how I'm pronouncing it. <laughs> Don't ask me to write a letter to him. <laughs> Greetings, Overlord. Do we know where we'll be in the upcoming conflict? Well, your unit has hands on a shredder, so you'll be doing a lot of 
heavy lifting. There's going to be notable targets that need to be brought down. Typically speaking, reinforced locations, fortifications, heavy targets. Mm. Okay. Do we have any information that we would, that would be necessary for our operations? Scouting reports, anything along the lines? Yes, we've got some scout regiments, mostly wolf riders. Our raider outriders will be getting scouting information for us. Good to see you asking questions. I've been with the military for a long time. <laughs> well, uh, if you're looking at pedigree... I served the Horde in the First and Second Wars, the Third War, and was the overlord of the Outland Expedition. I took the fight back home to Draenor to face down the Burning Legion and the crazed demon hunter Illidan. I've seen my fair share of overwhelming odds. This one, this one we've got the upper hand. Hmm. We are mostly a unit fresh out of the Valley of Trials, though I served from the internment camps. Yeah, so I've heard. Still, you've proven yourselves quite well in battle, if the report that you've got from Warlord Bloodhilt is to be considered accurate. And that shredder that you've pil- that you've shown some skill in piloting will be of great use. <laughs> <Hey, Jiggle. laughs> some skill. Some <laughs> small <Apologies>. skill. <laughs> even, even, if, even if his weapon was damaged in the battle. Yeah. We'll find you anyone. So, um, they, yeah, damaged in the battle. That's, that's, that's exactly what happened. It was damaged in the battle. That ballista bolt. Yeah, real. Took a real number on it. I mean, hey. Ballista, well, ballista I mean, gets hard. It could, it could have had an effect on it. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is like, absolutely didn't cross those wires. What are you talking about? <laughs> Blame shifting. I most certainly did not hit the giant red do not hit me button. <laughs> Self-destruct button. Why do they put those in there? <laughs> because they're goblins. I'm going to put this big old button right here. So I don't weigh much. Can I, can, I can ride on the cart and keep working on everything? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to rebuild that and add a cannon to the thing. Yeah, you, can, you can definitely you can add a... All that stuff. Add a cannon to the shoulder. Yeah. So, that's all that goes. Load that barrel into it. That would be interesting. <laughs> Just launch the barrel whole hog at the... <laughs> Anyway, I'll have command of you and a few other units. You'll be you'll be seeing a decent amount of action. Very well, Lord. But if if everything goes well, we'll be heading home before you know it. What is the expected? Uh, are there any uh, <clears throat> pre-scout intelligence on expected uh, enemy troop size? The Grim Totem are perhaps the largest individual clan of the entire Torin race. Their numbers are a small army on their own. And if we intend to eliminate them, we'll need to do this intelligently. Their shamans are aggressive and exercise an amount of control over the elementals that our shamans don't dare to try. Will we be meeting up with any other forces? This is the main body. We'll, we have a few scouts in the in Stone Town Mountains already, who will who we will be linking up to gather any information they have gained. But we're the boots on the ground. 
And what? You said this group was like a hundred people? It's a hundred that you've got. The Corcoran <laughs> brought in uh, about a hundred of their own. So you're um, looking at about two hundred strong. Hmm. And Warcraft tro- troop numbers are smaller than real world army troop numbers. Yeah. I mean, yes. yes. Right. First off for the time scale and second off for the fact that it's easy for one soldier to take out a whole lot more of that soldier. Also sprite limitations. Stop leaning on the fourth wall. I am not. I have no sprite limitations. I can call any number of sprites. <laughs> I have no limitations. I drink all the sprite I want. <laughs> the, grim, the Grim Totem tribe is estimated to number anywhere between three and five hundred, but we have superior technology yes. and fighting spirit of the Horde. Was there any uh, discussion of including any of the other Tauran? Groups along. We've been speaking with representatives from Mulgore for assistance. It seems that shortly after the death of Karen Bloodhoof, a coup was attempted by the Grim Totem to take over Thunder Bluff, mm. which you know is the capital city of the Torrin. Mm. And so the Torrin are looking for. Some are calling for revenge, but the new chieftain, High Chieftain Bane, is hoping to bring the Blood Totem. Or sorry, the, Blitzen, the, the Grim Totem back in line with the rest of the Torrin. We don't know how well he's going to go with that, but if any of them are willing to defect, we'll have even more numbers. Well, would the High Chieftain be joining us on the battlefield? I'm afraid not. Although he has, we have received word that his advisor will be joining us. His advisor? So I take it this attempted coup is much of the reason why the Horde has seen fit to deal with them now. Among other reasons. I see. But the war, the High Chieftain of the Torrens advisor, one Jevon Grimtotem, has apparently decided that it is time for his people to either fall in line or fall. Can I pull a sense motive on that yeah. coup thing. I also sure. want to like, get a sense motive on that, among other reasons. <laughs> yeah. Sure. How much is he hiding? 18. He definitely knows more. So there's definitely more. There's definitely more than just that reason. You don't doubt that is a reason, but there's definitely more than just 22. that reason. Um, that you're, you're, you're respecting which statement? <clears throat> um... About the coup and the extent of it. Um, from what you can gather, he doesn't know all the details, but he does know that some form of major coup was attempted on Thunderbluff. Um, he definitely doesn't doubt that happened, at the very least. Okay, but it doesn't seem like he would just know. He doesn't know. It. He doesn't seem to know all the details. Okay. Well, overlord. Let us know what we need to do. All right. We'll be moving for a few days, maybe a week. Especially at having to move at a slower pace for the entire army. But once we pass through crossroads, you'll have a moment to rest, gather any supplies that you might need. I think crossroads was one that got destroyed. No. No, that's right. That was... No, crossroads is where you got where we met up. That's yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. 
How do we intend to cross the chasm? How do you think we got here? That was the impetus of my question, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's say that when the warlord and the war chief want to get somewhere, there's not a lot that will stop them. I look forward to seeing what has happened. Giant duct tape bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Goblin engineering at its finest. I feel like duct tape is actually more gnomish. Does, does he yeah. write? Does he write off to commune with the rest of the voices? Yeah. That he's yeah. After 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 giving you all the information, he writes off to go get to go notify the rest of his unit. I believe the rumors of the ill of of the tampering with the duel may be more than just rumors. From his, from, his, from his reaction to from his reaction to our questioning, it certainly seemed like he didn't know much about this coup for it being the reason for this little war. No, No, but among other reasons was very pointed. So where are we headed, like map-wise? Where are we passing through other than crossroads here? It's due north of the Barrens, isn't it? Yeah. So the parents that would be so Stone Talon is that red that red orange area above the green area because the green area is Mulmore. Okay. It's it's directly across the Barrens from Orgrimmar. If I can north and west. I don't have my glasses on. It's actually it's actually due west from Orgrimmar, but also north and west. My pointer is dying. Yeah. There we go. No, it's not. Uh, That's that is Stone Talon. Yeah. You are here. Okay, so we're heading sort of northwest. Yep. Yeah, north, 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 and then northwest. Yeah, north along the mountain range, and then west into, into, the, into Stone Tones. Okay. North by northwest. Yep. <clears throat> Accurate. All right, and so well, it seems like we'll be. We, it seems like I, we will be handling hard targets thanks to our goblin friend here. Okay, we'll do that. Um, I have a question. GM, is there any way, and I don't know if, if, if this is a thing I can even do, but is there any way that I can ask the spirits of fire and earth to reinforce that shredder in the battles to come? You can certainly try. <laughs> I want to spend a while communing with the spirits of fire and earth and see if I can't coax them into empowering the shredder. Got it. Convince the fire to stop obeying the laws of physics that he relies on. That sounds like it could never go wrong. <laughs> there's Yeah, there's no backfire to this. Oh, no. Uh, there's going to be a lot of front fire, though. That's, that's the intention. Uh, it depends entirely on which direction the pilot ran. <laughs> And a few hours later, you do find um, that the uh, as you as you approach the scar in in the barrens that separates the northern and southern barrens, uh, you see some very like impressively put together for how rapidly they must have been, um, like slat wood rope bridges. And by you, you say rope bridge, you think something that a person is fit to walk across. These things, like the boards, are like half a tree, so they're very large wooden slats that are 
like the give is probably not something that's fun to walk across, but they evidently supported these thing these like kodos and wagons and some siege equipment getting across. So Yeah. Okay. Well the mother of invention. These would have been useful earlier. Like they don't look pretty, but and they don't, and they definitely don't look comfortable. They don't feel real good either. Yeah, no, because it's it's basically a long suspension bridge. Uh-huh. It's like a, it's like going down a railroad track. Yeah, except it's swaying. Yeah. <laughs> a railroad track and an earthquake. It's just like <laughs> as we go along. I want to inspect it for any wear or any damage. Just as we go along. Uh, yeah, uh, as the as things are going across, roll me an appraise check. See if there have been any saboteurs that have come across and uh, yeah. burnt bits of this bridge. 26 on a natural 20. <laughs> um, so, the wood is surprisingly unburnt. It seems to have a very high temperature tolerance because you're right over a lava flow. Mm-hmm. Um, that or it's already burnt because the wood has sort of a, a very sort of a dark brown, almost blackish coloration, so it's hard to tell exactly. But it definitely doesn't seem to be crisping or catching fire. Mm-hmm. Um, the ropes uh, that you thought were ropes are actually metal cables. Oh, nice. Um, so they, they're they definitely holding. Um, the, the typical method of bringing down a bridge like this would be to slash the ropes. That's not going to be so easy. How are they secured into the earth? Um, at each end of the chasm, there are the sort of wrought iron pillars that are that are secured into the side of the cliff with a series of hooks. Which thing is not posts, but pillars? Yes. Cool. They want to make sure this bridge is going nowhere. And look, it's not going anywhere. Cool. So it's like the Golden Gate. Basically. Made out of wood and cables. But yeah. As opposed to concrete and cables. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a slat bridge, so it sways. But it's not quite the Golden Gate. Although the Golden Gate sways too. It's just, yeah, a little not bit. nearly as much. <laughs> a less perceptibly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, if a bridge can't sway, it's probably gonna collapse. If the bridge can't sway, it begins swaying a lot. <laughs> Funnily enough. <laughs> Uh, the, um, they learned that a long about they learned that before the Golden Gate Bridge. But uh like the the bridges are just wide enough for the seat for the wagons and siege equipment to go single file. So mm-hmm. they're about twelve, maybe fifteen feet across <clears throat> horizontally. <clears throat> cool. Mega cross. What's the general if, if possible to discover, what's the general um Attitude of the for, of the army right now. Uh, we're only gather information using your spirit modifier. Thank you. Can I go and try on that too? Yeah, go ahead. That's not going to be hard than this. Um, the, the Corcoran are in high spirits. Um, they are ready to go. They're ready. To, they're ready to start a fight. They're ready to pick a fight. The rest of the army is actually not too far behind them. They're coming off of a victory. They're feeling good. Mm. Okay. No one, no one's feeling. No, no one other than us really is feeling apprehensive about the reasoning behind the the fighting. Basically, no, it's like I mean, a lot of people here. Most people know the Grim Totem by reputation, <clears throat> yeah. which is 
Torin that are raised to kill. Evil Torin. Yeah. It's yeah. like most people know them as evil Torin. Which is to say we do too, but yeah. ours is not to wonder why, ours is but to do or die. Sort of. To clarify, I know nothing about these totem Torin people, but yes. I also am almost a sociopath, so eh? <laughs> You know that when you are pointed to a target, that you put target full of holes. Basically. Do we notice the snake getting larger? Yes. Over the next couple of days, yeah, you notice that snake friend is no longer fitting in the rifle. Um, at, at which point, um, he is the now. troll will kind of like eye the rifle and just toss it aside. I don't know if the goblin picks it up. Yeah, I'll pick it up. <laughs> I mean, uh, he tosses it, his spring-loaded hand goes flame! No, I imagine you toss it, like, over the lava pit, just, you know, idly, and then something, nope! Like I said, a spring-loaded hand just shoots out, grabs it, reels it back in. No, I'm just, I, I, When you see my reaction to that, um, I pour a little bit of powder in it, stuff it down, and I just... Take a shot. I, 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 I'm going to go go ahead and look. Wait, is it, does that take two two ounces of powder? That's that one, ounce. Yeah. It's it's one, one ounce. ounce. One ounce. ounce of powder. One ounce. Okay. Two ounces if you like overload it. Okay. Two so ounces. Two ounces of like blunderbust. Two ounces yeah. is the fire shot. Okay. So anyway, I'm going to take a blast and uh, just just show that. First and, off, see that it, it works, and second off, demonstrate. Oh, yeah, I can't hit some target to make you make it look like I'm doing something. You can just, aim for a rock. Just, just, just a snake. Yeah, aim, uh, aim, aim for yeah. a winged snake. Okay. Yeah, I hit it. Actually, I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hear a loud bang and some hapless bird falls out of the sky. <laughs> are there any um, Are there okay. any air spirits wandering by? So there's there's always air spirits. They're oh. everywhere. Yeah. The winged snake ones, though. Oh, the, the wind so you can introduce yeah, a friend. No, I'm just curious. No. Because it would be rock. really hilarious for there to be, like, wind serpents, and because none of us know he's looking for them. It's like, like, Shangatal doesn't notice him. I sort of let's go, oh, look, I'm fine. <laughs> or, you know, inevitably the time's going to come when every single person notices them. <laughs> except the troll. Yeah. It'll happen. We continue on our way. Uh, so... I'll say you'd like to take a shot at a vulture or something. Um, go ahead, and the damage on that rifle will be... Uh, 2d6 or something ridiculous. 3d6. 3d6, 3D6. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, no I've, I made a sniper dwarf at one point that like can just does a ridiculous amount of damage with a rifle. The problem is it's a full round action to reload that stupid thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But there are no penalties for keeping it loaded. Yeah. I know. I made a, I made a sniper dwarf that had the uh, that had the um, like snipe, basically a sniper rifle with silencer and scope because they have a silencer in, in one of the books that you can get. It's just like lay in the grass with a hood over you, with a with a cushion over you. There's a prestige class for that. Yep, the sharpshooter. Well, the dead shot. Or dead shot. That's it. Dead, yeah. sh- dead shot. Lay a few miles back. Oh, yeah, from what's the, the range on that one? The range is the range increment is two hundred feet. Two hundred. Long rifles are like really long range. It turns out. 
Yeah, it's gonna be 200. It's a regular size. No, yeah, every every range you can pass the first range. You can try and fire it. I do. I mean, I can set it up like a hand cam. Um, yeah, two minus ten. Yeah, because every two negative four feet. The wielding weapon too big for you is negative four, right? Or negative. Yeah, negative four, isn't it? Uh, uh, wheeling weapon too big for you is typically a negative four. However, certain kind of projectile weapons aren't. Because well, it's not. I mean, uh, if I can brace it on something like uh, I'll say, I'll say like yeah, I'll say if you if you brace it on something, it'll just be a negative two. Okay. Because yeah. because like you can use oversized crossbows much like in the books even much more easily than you can an oversized bow because it's yes. Because you can holding it. It's I imagine you can. I imagine you can probably whittle it down to a more reasonable yeah. size. Um, well, not, not without. Um, I mean, because the metal barrel and stuff. I, I would think if I if I did a make no, a monoxide, you could probably hook it to your steam suit. Yeah, your steam suit. There's your cannon. There's my cannon. Okay. Yeah, your steam suit can definitely build a long rifle. Just okay. Build a little reloading okay. clip mechanism and. Okay, so that's gonna. Okay. I'll have to stick it to the arm. In there. That's one of my weapons. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. And it's got a bayonet, so your steam suit's got a close range weapon. Hey, what do you And if you build a. Tra- I mean, I yeah. imagine if you build like a bipod for it, you could probably. Yeah, use it was a, 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 just a monopod is enough just to lean it on. Yeah. Like, like that, make it and like go prone. Like, I'll use a little bit easier without the steam suit if you need no, to. No, um, sweet. But is it the shredder large size or medium size? Uh, the shredder is it's medium, medium size, so I can cool. use it like a just like a kind of a nice rifle. It's going to be a left-handed limit. I mean, the thing has a hand. You can actually just have it hold the rifle. Yeah, it's yeah, right. No, it's right, right hand is right. actually a hand. It depends the on how the Well, no, 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 the right hand is a steam saw. Oh, so the left hand. hand. Put that back. So I can hold it like this. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, what, I, what we're I, saying is, you can find a way I, to incorporate. I can fire use. it once and then move in to do other stuff. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm only gonna have it loaded for one shot anyway. So. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Have you have a weapon? But I don't think you hit a vulture. Go ahead and roll 3d6. <laughs> See how dead that vulture is. Oh, <laughs> I feel like there's an explosion of feathers. What did you say, 3d6? 3d6. Nice. Oh, jeez. I barely went. Not wanted. nice. <laughs> <laughs> two and two ones. <laughs> Four damage. I mean, a vulture doesn't have a lot of hit points. So you hit the wing, and the wing explodes. <laughs> so, Dangapal, uh, if you're watching this happen, you see the, the goblin kind of picks like grabs the the long rifle and like leans it up against the the side of the car so that he can aim up with it and loads it puts the puts the shot in it pulls the trigger there's a loud deafening and a few seconds later you see a vulture careening down out of the sky with his wing shot <laughs> he's seen people get shot before yeah so up close just sort of click huh that's what that so thing that's does. That's what that does. <laughs> it was better than a snake friend home. <laughs> the troll seems unimpressed. Okay. As as the as the the small army uh, crosses the bridges and makes their way uh, through the northern barons now, having crossed over the the the, the scar in the earth, um, the army continues to pour northward, um, and 
after after a while you see um, a particularly large black wolf begin to make its way up from the rear of the army towards the front carrying the war chief on it apparently he had been somewhere near the back and is now after having done whatever his business was is making his way towards the front so you see this massive orc brown skin with his lower jaw tattooed completely black uh, with the great axe sort of slung over his shoulder riding from the rear of the army towards the front uh, which means if any of you had any questions for him, this is probably the only chance you're going to get at the moment because he's going to have to actively pass by you. I feel like asking the war chief, hey, is it true that that, that uh, <laughs> yeah, I got the yeah, good of your weapon would be yeah, a we're bad not idea? Anything like that. You have to ask something like a little more intelligent. I feel like that's a bad idea. And I can't think of anything else to ask anyone else. <laughs> um, I don't. I sort of don't want to pull up the guy who may or may not be willing to go to war with people to cover his own mistakes. So, uh... Yeah. I don't want to raise his suspicions at all. Let, let's, right. let, let, yeah, let's not... I don't talk. <laughs> I feel like none of us have any questions for him, unless Brick has something. Nope, Brick, okay. Brick actually is the most passable person because he is a Tauren. <laughs> we, uh, we, we... I just, uh... We salute as he goes by. <laughs> I ain't gonna be the first guy to ask a question. <laughs> Not gonna be the first one to ask a question of the war chief. Good, I'm glad I've instilled fear properly. This is an incredible salute. Don't ask how. Yeah. Tell. There, there, there are many types of insubordination I may attempt. This is not one of them. <laughs> Direct to the face insubordination. <laughs> not yeah, the one. No, thank you. Me, me and all... Me and all 34 of my hit points. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't quite have double your hit points. I think we can take yeah, the war more. chief. Come on. We, yeah, we probably could also, if it wasn't for the rest of the army. army. Also, us while, and the entirety of the army might have a shot of taking him out. Also, while Maybe. while I'm not while I'm not the biggest fan of Garrosh's current practices, I am, however, a loyal soldier of the Horde. So. Oh right, we do have a loyal soldier in the group. <laughs> oh yeah. Somebody respects military law and whatnot. So. I say nothing but salute. Or actually, I have Lokar Lugar, as he goes by. Or Lokar Warchief. Mm. As, as you do that, he kind of turns to you. He like, turns his head to you just enough to, to spot you and nods and continues riding past. Mm-hmm. Gives the queen wave in his own way. Gives <laughs> the queen wave with a nod. <laughs> When, except when he does the queen wave, somebody ends up decapitated. <laughs> uh, the, the, the entire, the entire, the entire thing is Lokar War Chief. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, and uh, a few hours later, the army begins to, as the sun is setting, the army begins to pull into the small settlement of Crossroads. Um, and set up camp uh, along the inside and the outside as the arm as everyone prepares to rest for the evening before moving on and as you guys appre- as you guys reach crossroads and have a chance to buy anything that you might want to and with your with your gold that's where we'll end for the night okay say bye everybody, bye, everybody. Bye. 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 bye bye night night